Welcome aboard Bus 1. We're on our way to Columbus, Indiana, and we've got some time to kill. Let's play some trivia. Gamers, introduce yourself. Hello, everybody. My name is Cooper. <coughs> What's up, everybody? Uh, it's Aiden. Hey, everyone. My name's Connor. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Colin. We'll go over some rules first. So there's three different levels, so there's 15 questions. So if you do math, that is five questions in each level. So level one, um, each question is worth one point. Level two, two points. Level three, three points. It's pretty easy. So um, this is a beanbag episode, so we're all going to be in the same room. That might not mean anything to you, but it does to me. So we will be raising our hands buzzing in that way. Uh, another rule, no Googling. and. There is one challenge question. So a challenge question means that I will be giving a fake answer to one of the questions. And you have the opportunity to challenge. So once per game there'll be a question that is fake, the answer is wrong, you can challenge me and you get three points if you're right. But, on the other hand, if you incorrectly challenge, uh, you lose three points. And then at the end, uh, most points wins. This is a Pi Day episode, so happy Pi Day if you're listening to this. Let's go! So does anybody want to have a, a guess at the uh, the category for today before we get started? Pie. Is it about uh, various desserts? If you have to make us guess digits of pie. If it's digits of pie, I'm turning off the laptop. The theme is circles. Let's, let's get cracking. So this is level one, so each of these questions is worth one point. And so remember when you have the answer, raise your hand and I will call on you. All right, question one. What is the name of the particle accelerator on the France-Switzerland border near Geneva? Colin. Is it the Hadron particle accelerator or collider or whatever? Yeah, I'll give it to you. So it is the Large Hadron Collider. Pog, 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 pog. I had collider, but... Pog, 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 pog. So close. So keep track of your own score, because I won't. Oh, I have to write it down? You're the oh, host. Just Sorry. Anyway, the Large Hadron Collider has a circumference of 27 kilometers, or for those Yankees, that's 17 miles. Everyone but me in the room. To be fair, British use miles too. You're a citizen now, though. I am. You're a Yankee. I am. But anyway, it was completed in 2008, and it took 10 years to complete. Uh, the first collisions were made in 2010, so that's pretty cool, right? What did they collide? Particles. What particles? I don't know. Anyway, moving on to question two. In what decade was the first practical pneumatic tire made? We've got a buzz over here. Connor. The 1870s. Incorrect. Aiden. You said the first pneumatic tire? Yes. I'm going to say the 1830s. Incorrect. Buzz. Cooper. Um, I, 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 I did like the idea of the 1800s, um, cause I mean, there's pneumatic tires on cars and they came around early 1900s. Um, so I believe Connor said 1870s, right? I'll go, uh, I'll go 1890s. Correct. Colin, this is your chance. I didn't even know what pneumatic meant. I'm not going to get it right. Fine, I'll just split the difference. I'll guess 1880s. Correct. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's the 1880s. And so the tire was actually made in Belfast by John Boyd Dunlop of Dunlop Tires now. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, but he made it um, in, I believe it was 1888, but it was the 1880s. Um, he created it to prevent his 10-year-old son from developing headaches when riding his tricycle on rough pavements. 
He he couldn't have waited two more years to make that tire just for me. Huh? No. He knew when he was making it, he was like, someone's going to get a trivia question wrong over this. He was like, fuck you, Cooper. And he kept going. What a dedicated dad to make an entire invention so his son would stop crying. I know. What a good dad. He's like, my kid's a bitch. I'm going to fix it. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to move on now to question three. So true or false, an infinitely straight line is technically a circle. Cooper. Hi, it's Cameron subbing in for Cooper in post because his mic cut out. False. Uh, I saw Aiden's hand next. True, baby. Correct. What do you mean by technically? So a line, an infinite line is defined as a circle with an infinite radius. So if you look at like a circle, so as the radius gets bizzer, the internet. The internet? (laughs) Cite your story. I think... Wait a minute! This is there's no way this is the challenge a question. A circle is, is defined it? as all points being equidistant from the center, right? Therefore, but a line goes out; it's one dimension. So if you had a point that was like just a little below, there, some points would be infinitely as far away, even though some could be tangibly close. So, this sounds is like there a penalty to challenge? Yeah, you lose three. Do you want to challenge? I I'm I am honestly thinking about it. I am too, but I don't know what. Oh, you you are too. You just justified that lines are just circles. No, I I said a circle. They're all equidistant, but a line they wouldn't be. That's why. Aiden, you get the point. All right, number four. So I have song lyrics because I really like the song lyrics that uh, John did in his episode, but these are translated into English. Here comes a lion, father. Oh yes, it's a lion. Here comes a lion, father. Oh yes, it's a lion. A lion we're going to conquer. A lion. A lion and a leopard come to this open place. Aiden, you stuck your hand up halfway through there. Yeah, so I'm, I guess I should have waited until you said the question. Are those the translation to the circle of life? Uh, the, the words at the beginning in the language that I don't know what it is? You would be correct. Was that the question? Yes. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. Heck yeah. I thought it was fill in the blank. Uh, this song is the unknown language that you don't know is Zulu. Oh, cool. Ah. Well, now, now I know. The opening scene in Lion King is sung in Zulu by Lebo M, who is a South African producer and composer. Number five. Which famous saxophonist used circle breeding to... Ho- <laughs> so- uh, Buzz. Kenny G. Correct. (laughs) Now, for the listeners, do I read the question again? I think I do. Anyway, the question for those listening at home. Which famous saxophonist used circle breathing to hold an E-flat for 45 minutes and 47 seconds? Yes. Wow. Cooper, that is Kenny G. He set the record for this longest-held musical note in 1997, only for it to be broken three years later by Van Birchfield, who held a note for 47 minutes and six seconds. We all have a Van Birchfield in our lives. Isn't Kenny G... In SpongeBob, he's Squidward's idol. Um, that's that is a play off of Kenny G. Yeah, it's like Kelpie G. Kenny G or is something, not the right? same as Kenny Loggins, correct? Da, 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 no, Kenny Loggins, different guy. Da, 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 da. He has great sax solos, though. He's I don't think he artist. plays them. <laughs> this leads to the end of round one. Woo. So let's see how we're doing with points. I believe Colin, you're ahead. Two, two, one. Two, two, one. Woo! I'm doing great. You just you're just coming for the comeback of a lifetime, I suppose. Yeah. Don't call it a comeback. Round two. Qu- 
Question 6. William Jones was the mathematician who suggested switching the name for pi to pi from, quote, the quantity which, when the diameter is multiplied by it, yields the circumference, end quote, in 1706. What nationality is Jones? Mm-hmm. American. No. Call it. Scottish. No. Is he British? I'm going to need more specific. Aiden. Is he Welsh? Correct. Yeah, oh my baby. gosh. You literally said I'm going to need more and then didn't let me add more. Gotcha. Too bad. Um, yes, William Jones. Jones is a very Welsh name for those who don't know. Tom Jones, William Jones. It's is Welsh with my soul. <laughs> I prefer Anyway, yes, William Jones is Welsh and was a very close friend of the contemporary Sir Isaac Newton, who is English. Who is dead. Yes, they are both dead. Prove it. Moving on. So, speaking of pi, if 4 is the third digit of pi, as in 3.14, what is the ninth digit? Aiden. 3.14. No, no, that's cheating. That's cheating. Oh, it's cheating. Connor. Correct. Let's go. Yeah, you can't just think aloud. So, yes, it is five because 3.14159265. I would like to thank uh, Night at the Museum Smithsonian and the Albert Einstein for teaching me that. Number eight. Name one of the two states that does not have a Circle K location. Wyoming. Incorrect. Colin. Hawaii. Incorrect. Connor. Alaska. Nope. There's nothing in Wyoming. How is there a Circle K? I think I'll buzz here. I'd like to say West Virginia. Incorrect. The two states that don't have a Circle K. Rhode Island. Nebraska and Utah. Oh, wow. wow. Very interesting. Okay, now we're moving on to our ninth question. I hope you all passed your learner permit tests. Because in the United States, what does a circular sign inform drivers of? Connor. It's a roundabout. It's not. Okay, Colin. Do not enter. Incorrect. The sign is on a square sign. There's a circle on the sign, but I'm looking for a circular shaped sign. Oh, shoot. Oh, I did not get that from the way you said it. You did not make that clear he at all. Made you it just clear. like circle on a sign. I, under- I understood Joe, I it. Understood. I just don't know the answer. Um, oh, shoot. Why Why is this so hard for me? If Cooper and, if Cooper and Aiden don't come in, I will take Colin again. I think this is wrong, but Buzz, okay. um, I believe those... I think it's only when it's yellow, but maybe when it's a circle, that they're suggestions. They're not actual, like, enforced... No, that's incorrect. That's Colin. Dang it. Is it a railroad crossing? Correct. It is a railroad. So a railroad crossing sign is a yellow circle with a black diagonal cross on it with an R and an R on the left and right sides for railroad. Is that the the only circle? It's the only circular sign in Um, the United States. Is is round two two points or one point? Two Two points. points. Question 10. So this is the last question in round two. What city is nicknamed the Circle City due to the presence of what is previously known as the Governor's Circle? Oh, shoot. I know this. Oh. Oh, no. Cooper. You said city, right? Yes. Indianapolis. Correct. 
Monument Circle, as it is known today, is home to the Soldiers and Sailors Monument. But when Indianapolis was first founded in 1821, plans included a circular roadway where the Indiana governor's residence was placed. And that was known as the Governor's Circle. There is currently a governor on Monument. A statue of Governor... This is not to be confused with Circuit City, which Jeff Bezos has murdered, unfortunately. All right, so this is the close of round two. And so, Connor, give us an ad. Oh, um, let's see. Today's episode is brought to you by uh, the Indiana General Assembly. Uh, there's a lot of people in there. Uh, Why don't you give us a couple names, Connor? No, no one, they asked not to be named. Um, but, you know, um, they sure look good, and um, you may never want to see them again. Fantastic. And that is our ads for wow. today's episode. Thank you to the, our sponsors. They're still waiting on the checks, but when we get the checks, that'll be the prize money. So anyway, moving on to level three. So this is our final round. So these questions were three points. So this is the big money. Are we going to do a score check-in? Oh, we can do a score check-in. Sure. Why don't we do that? Uh, guys, what's your scores? I got four points. I have three points. Oh, we're pretty evenly split today. So this will be the makers of men. Ew. This will be the makers what? of men. What does that mean? <laughs> what, what would that mean? I want I want an explanation. Whoever all of us are currently little boys. Sus. And whoever wins Sus. this game will become a man. The stakes the stakes have never been higher than this current moment. All losers of this game will be little little boys. Joe's, <laughs> Joe's the man giver. Little boy, little baby boy. Moving on. Now we're going to move to question eleven very quickly. Alright. The Metropolitan Railway was the first subway line in the world. This line now makes up part of the Circle Line on the London Underground Network. The line was opened in 1863 with the use of steam engines. What U.S. state became the 35th state in the same year? Colin. West Virginia. Correct. Oh my god, That's impressive. That, that is really impressive. 1863 well, is whole... the Civil War, and that I just gotta would say, be the only state that would have been admitted. I just gotta say, that whole question was only related to the fact that it's the Circle Line. Not, I was desperate. West Virginia has nothing <laughs> circle related about that it. Feels like it might have just enough build up to be the challenge, but Colin was insanely confident, so now I don't want to question it. When I, when I, I, I believe that West yeah. Virginia was that. It's the question itself. I'd like to. <laughs> Sorry, you know when I selected the this category, formation is what I have an issue with. Yeah, I want to challenge you putting this question in On this episode. episode. Listen, when I came up with the category, I was proud of myself, but I needed some questions, and yeah, not enough circle stuff to go around. There's huh? circles in West Virginia, but yes, correct, West Virginia. Fact check. Fact check on the fact that there are circles in West Virginia. Eighteen sixty-three. Also. Also, the year the Emancipation Proclamation was signed. Pretty fun. Um, also, and we'll go back to the Metropolitan Railway because I love some whiplash. Uh, the line was created via the cut and cover method. This often led to heavy disruption in downtown London at the time. Also, West Virginia, like Virginia, but it's West. So, fun fact there. I thought you were going to say something about what U.S. state was the first to have a subway. And you're like, just kidding. I was gearing up for like, what was the first state to have railway in it? And then it was just like, what state became a state that year? 
What state? <laughs> Which one? Yeah, okay, well, New York was the first one to have a subway. So, New York City in New York State. Anyway, moving on. This is question 12. Which planet has the most circular orbit? Cooper. I want to say... Uranus. No. That one is the most um, oblong. Yeah, it's the worst well, okay. orbit. It like, crosses the planet. Can I ask a clarif- clarifying question? You can ask You mean like the orbit planet. of the planet or how many things it has orbiting it? Orbits around the, pl- oh, well, around the sun. Eccentricity closest can I buzz? to zero. Yes. Is it Mercury? Correct. Yes. With an eccentricity of point zero zero seven, Mercury has the most circular orbit. This is closely followed by Neptune with an eccentricity of point zero zero nine. The most elliptical orbit in the solar system is Venus with an eccentricity of point two zero six. And just a shout out to my boy Johannes Kepler. Can I ask another question? You can. Was the eighteen sixty three question the question you designed for me? No, it was the Indianapolis Circle City one. Really? Yeah. I got that one, baby. Steal the Joe, I believe uh, you've forgotten a planet. Uh, I think Pluto has a more uh, elliptical orbit than Neptune. Is this a challenge? No, I'm just, I'm just shouting out Pluto's planetary uh, however, validation. However, I don't think that's right because Pluto is not a planet simply because it crosses the orbit of other planets. Hmm. I think you're wrong. But what if it's perfect circle? Challenge Cooper. Cross, what? what if it's perfect circular yes. orbit crosses I do support them? Pluto, but it's unfortunately, not. according to the International Astronomical Union, it is not a planet simply because it does not clear its orbit. It's, well, it's unfortunate. Have you told them that the big yellow one is the sun? Also not a planet, but close. Moving right along to question 13. In the water cycle, what is the term used to describe the process through which water enters the atmosphere from the ground and through plants? We'll go Colin. Condensation? Incorrect. Let me re- let me be clear. Um, through... Sublimation. I know. Uh, um, is, is the one where the, the plants, they, they, they fart out the water and it goes up. You're getting there. Yeah. I need a word. Yeah. Uh, plant farts. You got it. The word is evapotranspiration. Okay. I think you should give it to him. Well, this is round three. If you don't know, sorry. Evapotranspiration? Evapotranspiration. So that combines evaporation from the surface and transpiration. So fart plants. Plant farts. So what you're saying is, what you're saying is Connor and I each were half right, so we should split the points. Aiden, I will take all your well, points okay, away. Okay, so what you're saying is I was two-thirds right, I make and he the was one-third right. Oh, jeez. I will not. But I specifically asked for from the ground and through plants, so I was specifically looking for the evapo and the transpiration part. Could I add in a fun fact? Yeah, sure. That uh, the Smoky Mountains are smoky because of plant farts. That's oh. just a fun thing. That is a fun fact. And so, uh, Connor, since you seem to know about plant farts i got it right this time uh do you know the the little hole in the plants that the water goes out through um i believe that's the urethra (laughs) no i think it would be more the anus but it's not it's the stomata okay moving on to question 14 the oceanic pole of inaccessibility is the farthest point from land what is the more common name for this location aiden said first is it point nemo it is point nemo yes 
So Nemo is Latin for no one, and it's also a reference to Jules Verne's book, Captain Nemo. And if you were at this location at the right time, the next closest humans could be on the International Space Station above you. That's how far away from land it is. Uh, this is actually where many satellites end up crashing into the ocean, and the ISS is actually planned to crash here um, in a few years' time. Yeah, so it's a really big uh, satellite graveyard. Aiden, you have a fun fact. My fun fact is that 20,000 leagues under the sea doesn't refer to the depth below the sea, but rather the distance traveled while they're under the sea, because 20,000 leagues is like multiple times the Earth's diameter. I think I read that on a Snapple cap. So we are now approaching our final question. So this is the one I've been most excited for. This is the question that I planned the rest of the, the topic around. And so I'm going to do a shout out to Worldle. So no freaking way. If you haven't been playing Wordle, Wordle recently, so it's like Wordle but with the outlines of uh, countries. And so I've been pretty decent at it. Uh, once I was playing, it was New Zealand, and I asked both Cooper and Aiden, "Country is this?" And they had no idea. To which Cooper replied, "Why would I never ever need to know the outline of a country?" And it sparked a seed, and this seed has grown into this beautiful question. So, question fifteen. With a roundness of 0.934, so 1 is a perfect circle, 0 is not a circle. Uh, so 0.934, what, which of the following is the most circular country? So the choices are A, Poland, B, Haiti, C, Iceland, D, Sierra Leone, or E, Eswatini. Cooper. Poland. Incorrect. Aiden. Sierra Leone. Correct. Yeah. Yes, Sierra Leone is the roundest country with a roundness of 0.934. Poland is up there. It's in the top five. Uh, Haiti is not in that. Iceland is not in that. And Eswatini is not in that. But yeah, so we have reached the end of our questions. So would anyone like to challenge anything I've said today? I challenge the line is a circle question. I'd jump in on that. You jump in on that? That's fake news. Okay, well, let's talk about points first. We'll just keep everyone waiting. Oh, okay. So, uh, I'm willing to go negative for this challenge. Okay. That's right. I'm at three. I'm willing to end with zero for this. All right, Colin, what are you at? I have seven. Seven? Connor? Two. Two? Thirteen. I'm at three. Three. And so you guys are going to challenge the line question. Is that correct? Yes. Can I spiritually challenge the line question, but I'm not no. actually do doing it, it you coward. I'm... Go big or go home. You know what? Yeah, I'm challenging the line question. Okay. Colin? No. All right. So the question that has been challenged is question three from round one, which uh, a little bit of a reminder is true or false? An infinitely straight line is technically a circle. I said true. And it is true. <sighs> that is not the challenge question. I challenge that again. Well, you're going to go even more negative. So now, Cooper, you're at zero, right? That's right. Uh, Aiden, you're at ten. And then Connor... Minus one. Minus one, you know? Man, if there's a question I could challenge right now, I could tie, but I yeah. don't know what Think the of ch- any other I question. I can't think of any of You'll still what be in if, second what place. If, what, if, what if it's the circle city I don't one? think it's the West Virginia. You have ten seconds. I'm going to have to go online and bully that nerd on the math <laughs> stack exchange. I'm going to challenge the question with the most circular orbit. The most circular orbit? You're going to challenge that one? Yeah, sure. Fuck it. So that question, for the reminder, so was the one with the most circular orbit? Uh, the answer was Mercury, which is incorrect. That is the challenge question. Wow. 
Venus. Venus has the most circular orbit with an eccentricity of 0. 0.007. So you lied. Nep- I did lie. Neptune- I'm hogging right now. Yeah, Neptune <laughs> is still second with 0. 0.009. Mercury is actually the- a very elliptical orbit uh, with an eccentricity of 0. 0.206. Uh, so this is actually the most eccentric orbit of the planets, apart from Pluto. Pluto is still in my heart. It's a planet. But Mercury, yeah, is completely wrong. Um, that is one of the most uncircular orbits. So congrats, Colin. How many do you have now? Ten. Ten? And yeah. I thought, did we decide that I lose I decided points? that. I, I make the rules. So since Aiden guessed Mercury, which was quote-unquote correct at the time, he's going to lose... He's going to lose three points. Three it's around points? three. So Aiden's down to seven. Jeez so- Louise. I wouldn't have challenged if I knew that was a problem. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so Colin, you have won. How do you feel? Ecstatic. Ouch. And Connor, you know, it was great having you on the show. It's always a pleasure. You know, you're so bubbly. The big yellow one is the sun. Well, it looks like we rolled into the station. Oh, so that's man. all we have time for. Oh, man. Oh, man. Ah, oh, shucks. You're not gonna do an on man card? Oh, oh, man. Oh, darn. Oh, noodles. Yeah, so that's all we have time for, so thanks for riding bus one. We'll see you next time.